Right, let's do a test run. You haven't even opened your cards. What? You haven't even opened your cards. I thought they were for Christmas. They're for now. Right. <laughs> I'm wheezing. So I've got you wheezing all the way through this. <laughs> <laughs> right, hang on. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to episode 5 of You, Me and ADHD. I'm joined today with the one and only Maureen Wheatley, aka Mum. This episode's called Mum's the Word. Why don't you introduce yourself Mum? Hello, my name's Maureen, Mum, or Mo, whatever you want. I'm Daryl's Mum. <laughs> right. What do you do for fun? Can't say that on her. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can say it. I'm only joking. <laughs> what right. do you do for fun? Yeah. Gardening. But no, something fun. Fun? That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, then. no way, dog. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Hmm. Who's he? <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, you know why we're doing this podcast, don't you? Yes, son. Why? Because you told me to. Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Right, because I've got ADHD and yes. I'm wanting to bring awareness to people, so I'll ask you some questions. You speak openly. Mm-hmm. Do you think you've got ADHD? I think I've... Seriously, do think I've got something. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very serious answer. What do you think you've got? <laughs> Uh, it's not treatable. <laughs> not with antibiotics. No, not with antibiotics anyway. <laughs> no, um, I don't know. There's a lot of uh, ailments in our family, to say the least. Um, there's times I think, oh God, I'm bipolar. Oh God, I ADHD. But there was none of these names years ago, you say. Just a hypochondriac. Or a bad wee brute. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, what was I like as a child? Um, uh, you were one of the funniest, most lovable little rogues there are. And still am. And still are. Right. Can you elaborate? Well used to go play with all your little friends and I remember an incident <laughs> where I heard this screaming mommy <laughs> and you said but up throwing stones at windows and of course you were the littlest 
<laughs> the little fat one <laughs> running at the front. No, front. the littlest to come running along. And I heard you and there was a man chasing you. <laughs> that was the lovable little rogue. <laughs> What's so funny about that? I know you laughed. <laughs> so there was there was many th- and then of course there was the on the table in the back garden when you jumped off the table and well, your nanny and your dad had me up and down at the hospital thinking you'd done something, that you'd broken something, and I think I was up and down three times and did x-rays the second time, and then the third time I was told to go back and to tell your nan and your daddy <laughs> that you were fine <laughs> and not to come up again. <laughs> but I knew you'd be fine. And did you ever think I... There wasn't something quite right about me. <laughs> Do you know, you were just clumsy. You were really clumsy, and my biggest worry was whenever you came home and you told me you'd got a job as a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> I lied when they asked me how many plates I could carry as well. I'd never done it before, and I was like, four. <laughs> <laughs> thought I'll just wing it. You couldn't even carry a plate under the kitchen to the sink. And <laughs> <laughs> never mind anywhere else. No, I know. I've always been clumsy. You're what about the clumsy. time when I walked, you had that clock above your door. Oh, and I the had spoons the, and the forks. And I yeah. had the guitar <laughs> and walked, <laughs> walked through into your bedroom and whacked the clock off the wall. And then you got a new one and put it up the yep. next day. Mm. And I walked through with the guitar <laughs> and knocked it off twice in a row. Yes, and then when you got your first place, I wanted to take your clock and you wouldn't let me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but no, there were several little things that... I mean, you were, you were, you weren't... Um, you, you were always the joker of the pack... You were always, um, well, I wouldn't say, you were never a follower. You were always a leader in that sense. I don't think I was a leader. I just in went the, astray. In, <laughs> I was <just> like, <laughs> in, this, in the sense of being a leader, as in the joker of the pack leader, like the first one to run across everyone's backs when they were kneeled down and nearly said on their hungers, but you don't say that here. You can say what so, you want. So, uh, yeah, you ran over everyone's backs and I found all the... Oh, no, the neighbour coming to the door because you'd gone down her shed roof on a <laughs> skateboard. So that's what I mean. You were the leader in that sense. Or maybe just one that was more gullible. It wasn't gullible at all. I'd just like to have a good time. <laughs> so. But... You never seen the danger in anything, no. especially not the time you and a little friend went off miles away into a certain town, and you got a lift back by a complete stranger. <laughs> it was raining, and we thumbed a lift. I think what age were we ten? Uh huh. <laughs> that was good way home now. Ten or eleven, actually. You were in between ten. You yeah. are ten. That could have ended differently. That could have ended very differently. <laughs> and when I seen a man getting out of a car and you jumping out behind him, I was As I said, not happy. looking for a good time. 
<laughs> no. I was ready to cleave him or something. I wondered what was going on. So, I'll ask you some Piers Morgan hard-hitting questions. So... It's I don't a, know Harry. It's about it's about um, kind of bringing awareness. Do you think that with our past and our childhood, that a lot of that kind of overshone anything? Because yes. I think that's a yes. big thing. I I was missed in school because they just seen me as the kid that had a bad past. Do you know what I mean? Like as in. But how did they know you had a bad? Because they had to know. Like the headmaster, I'm not talking about pupils oh, right. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not talking about it's just everyone. <laughs> you don't see Piers Morgan laughing like this. <laughs> no, you don't. Sure you don't. But you, you know what I mean. They knew, so like my headmaster knew that I was... Like, what happened in my childhood. So I think that any time I misbehaved, he just seen it as, like, I was <laughs> lashing out. Um, I think I think that in anyone's childhood, or there are anyone's past where they've had issues with their childhood, problems in their childhood, anyone that's aware of it, they always seem to relate what's going on with their childhood so yeah there was the big big possibility that they just that was overshadowed mm. but yet people should have picked on the fact that you were being clumsy in that no. and there was other things as well you go on i'm trying to remember there was there was being clumsy and i think it was the way you did your work or something, or the way you were writing, or that's more dyslexia, though, isn't it? Yes, it was. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. <coughs> but yeah, but it could all have been added up into more than dyslexia. Well, obviously it is. Uh, yes, it has. Yeah. But what about like? Because obviously clumsiness. But in, I was always disruptive, wasn't I? In school, <laughs> apparently, which I couldn't believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were in denial. I was. You were my boy. You weren't a pro. You weren't a, an issue. I was the only one that made it through high school, so you were just that was enough. I must have done something, Daryl. <laughs> it might have been because I sent you to school wearing a pair of trainers because you were the only boy that had size twelve feet, and I couldn't get a pair of shoes for you. So they allowed mm. you to wear your trainers? I know. I, yeah, but that was just... I probably lied to you about that. What about you sewing up your blazer? You couldn't lie about that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> do you remember you sewed up your blazer? No. You had messed about in school and your blazer had the sleeves hanging off it. Yeah. And you, you sewed them up with wool. <laughs> <laughs> Like something from Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted it like that. God loves a trier. <laughs> God loves the teachers. <laughs> I don't know. Are the glasses 
Yeah, but that was that was because yeah. I messed about so much that when I eventually got glasses, they thought I was taking the piss. <laughs> Told me to take them off. <laughs> I tell you, if you were one of my kids, I've never laughed so much with. Honestly. I just say things before thinking about them, don't I? And do things before thinking about them. <coughs> but um, no, it's I'm you know, you know I love you, and you know that when it comes to comes to our past and everything, every decision you made, I believe, was the right one for me. But I do, and I think I'm so obviously if if we hadn't moved to England, I wouldn't have Jackson and Delilah. I don't think it'd have turned out the same if we hadn't. Uh, no, it'd have been in paramilitaries or something, wouldn't it? Well, something would have been wrong. Somewhere, like, yeah. Well, obviously they'd have got you into whatever. But I can't really discuss anything like that. So we can't. But yeah, I think that you're because of your your character and that you would have been well I think they might have tried but I don't know whether they'd have succeeded <laughs> especially not with you sneak out myself <laughs> <laughs> by accident <laughs> <laughs> you never know no and then I just because I always just remember growing up being just always on my mind never stops <laughs> I could never. Do you remember the green floaty things? With curtains. <laughs> what do you mean? We moved house, and uh, as you know, I don't know if you know, but I'm not very well physically. And um, we moved house, and of course, I was mum, dad, granny, granda, and everything rolled into one. And there was no curtains up, and there were huge windows. So I had a drill and I decided I'd get up and stand in the chair and try and drill a hole and of course it was a lentil on the top of it. A lentil? A lentil. Lintel. You know, a metal lintel or a concrete lintel and of course I, I hadn't got the proper drill for it. <laughs> to the point where after trying several times and dropping the drill and bits of the wall I ended up by burst into tears, and you come over and you said to me, "It's okay, Mum. We don't really need curtains up anyway, do we?" <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh. It made me laugh. It was such a silly thing to say. I kept pitching everybody standing watching us outside. <laughs> that was like the time when I said about um, if I could, <laughs> if I could. If the, a cure for your illness cost a million pounds, you'd loan me the money. I'd, <laughs> I'd pay for it and so I'd you could get a job and pay me back. Yes, but never got better. <laughs> well, it's just yes, being realistic. Or your uncle Adam, he kept cows. Mm -hmm. well. That was just a. I don't even know. That's what I mean. My imagination. Oh, that that was in primary school. In mm. nursery school, actually, you did Jeez. that. Jackson. So you did. <laughs> Jackson had one in school. What is that? That was you when you were little. What? In the nursery, when you went to meet them all. 
What put my hands down my uh -huh, pants? Why is she, what's that bell? Oh my legs. god. The kids like them. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a Christmas jumper with bells on it. Because... <laughs> Jesus. What is wrong with you? It does have bells on it. Because the kids like to jingle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So what about teenage years? What do you think? Because obviously, I my teenage years are, are probably a lot different to how you think they were. Oh no, trust me, Daryl. Oh no. And there was many of my fears were totally confirmed and later on <laughs> when we found the videos. Oh. Accidental. Projectile vomiting videos. Yeah, you had them. I had far worse videos that you never seen. And I always knew that if if you needed me, you knew where I was. I don't know exactly what you were ever up to. Look at the frog. What? Oh, the frog. What'd you say? The frog. I thought you said the plug. <laughs> no Frenchman in there. And <laughs> <laughs> no, it's you've cool, got one over it? there as well. Sorry. Sorry about that. Daryl's got a frog that appears nanny. <laughs> so he has. But yes, your teenage years were. <clears throat> Eventful. Yeah, but so were my own, Daryl. But, you know. I always believed that you should be allowed a certain amount of freedom, and you know that. I mean, mine were eventful, but I didn't have five kids with five different dads in my teenage years. Neither year. did I. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you didn't either. <laughs> you don't mean five different women? Five different mothers you'd have had? You didn't have five different kids to five different mothers? No. That's what you meant? No, I didn't. I meant you. Yes, I know you meant me. <laughs> but then you says that yours might have been eventful, but you didn't have five different kids to five, <laughs> five, five It'd different It'd be weird mothers. if it did. <laughs> <laughs> or so, so that really was an eventful thing. Yeah, it was an eventful thing. No, um... No, you didn't, but then again, doesn't every woman dream that they're going to fall in love and be whisked away and, you know, mm. and then it all goes feet up and then you go through it all again and, you know, it's just a matter of... But are you happy now? I'm as happy as I think I could ever be. I'm happier than I have ever been. But I do miss all my kids. So I do. But I'm I'm happy because I've got I've got Jackson and Delilah. Who and, loves you to pieces. Yeah. And I think the world of them and I know they're in good hands. And people are saying, after everything they've just said about him. <laughs> No, but I think they're in. I think they're in really good hands. 
and as people may or may not know, um, me and Daryl's stepfather are special guardians to another one of her grandchildren says he was nine weeks old. But there's a different podcast about that <laughs> done six years ago. So it was. Stop trying to plug another podcast, <laughs> will you? <I'm> not. <laughs> <laughs> You've never even heard it. No. No. Did you ever. What did you think when. Did you. Could you ever picture me being a dad? <laughs> You'd have dropped the baby down the toilet or something, Dara. Oh, and you. What was. What did you think when you heard I was going to be a dad, etc.? Uh. I just couldn't really, I, I, I couldn't really believe it. I could believe it, but I couldn't believe it. And I was really happy for you. And what about, here's a better way of putting Whenever it. he was born, whenever Jackson was born, I seen you blossom. You turned into someone I didn't know you could ever be. Mm. You kneeled down on the floor, you lifted the baby, your mum was exhausted, you left it Jackson, you lay him down on the floor, you changed his pooey nappy, then you left him again and you bathed him, you put him his first wee bath and all and I kept thinking, help, he's gonna drop it. Drop <laughs> <laughs> it? It, him. But you were amazing, you were amazing. I said it, Martin said it, we all said you just were like, hands on I had like sort of emotional breakdown when Jackson was born didn't yes. I because I hadn't cried like my whole life and then Jackson <laughs> was born and I couldn't even say his name <laughs> crying Laura was coming over going are you alright <laughs> people were true. asking if I was alright I was true. like I couldn't help it I was just so proud I, I think it's because you look at your whole life and you couldn't imagine yourself in that scenario when you are it's like I've actually done something bigger than myself when I got up to see him even though it was only for a very short moment but I looked down at you and you had your finger up to your eye and I knew <laughs> what that meant emotional breakdown I knew it and I've said you know it's okay to, to cry Daryl you're you're happy you're 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 it's tears of happiness and of course you were just drunk then when I looked down <laughs> <laughs> you were swimming. Like Michael at the wedding. Oh dear God, no. That was all of us. Leanne started it. Oh no. His sister started it. And when she cries, then I cry. And if I cry, she cries even harder. And you could hear her howling. <laughs> and then when I looked round, Daryl's brother Michael was breaking his heart. And Michael shows no emotion whatsoever, hardly. Mm. So, and that's what Michael actually said. That's what set me off. Uh, yeah, but Michael couldn't believe how he cried. Mm. He says, he, he, and once he just let the floodgates open, there was no closing them. Not at all. <laughs> he says his eyes were, were saturated the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> God mm. love him. But that's his baby brother. No. I think just since having kids, I've grown a lot, not just by weight, but mentally. I think, especially just actually being with Laura, she's taught me to be more open, because I feel like I talk a lot more now than I used to. I used to, I could never t say anything. But like I think 
when Nanny Lillian died, and then shortly after, Nanny Netta died, and then I was trying to help Dad through all of it, but with the kids and Laura and just my job in the NHS, I think that that put me in a point where I had to talk because I was in such a mental, mental hole. It's something that we all tend to do in our family, Daryl. We tend to gather it all up and free it and store it all inside rather than say it as it is. Mm. And we think, oh, it'll be okay. We'll, we'll, you know, we've dealt with it. It's okay. We'll be all right. We'll be fine. And then one day you look and you're not fine. And I think it happens to just about everybody at some point in their life. Mm. But I do think that you did gain from talking with the counsellor all them years ago. Child counsellor. And yeah, and not just making your clay models. Yep, not just making them because she was able to call me in and it was it was like you talking through her mm. when she she spoke and it was what you had been saying and in a way that made me that made me very much come to light stop looking at your vape I'm not I'm looking at, I've got to go in a second to pick up Laura oh. so I'll we'll pause it for here and when I come back we'll carry on or maybe in the morning we'll see I know because you never know see what you in a minute. tonight oh no <laughs> Right, we're back. Sorry about that. We were... Uh, Otherwise engaged? Yeah, for nine hours. <laughs> um, right, so we'll finish. We'll kind of come to a close now, Mum, because I think we've rambled on for enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll ask a, ask a question that would work for a, for a close. So knowing that I'm now getting some sort of support... Mm. Where do you see my future going? Go! Well, hopefully the only way is up. And things are going to get better from here. But they're going to be harder. I think it's going to be a lot of hard work for you. Um, I do think you'll get a lot of confidence in that, so you will. Right. And I wanted to ask you a question. I wanted to know... If we had a stead in Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. how do you think your life would have panned out? Um, I think I would have struggled to get by without getting into the wrong kind of, without getting into the wrong kind of crowd. I think I wouldn't have ever stopped drinking and smoking and doing all the other stuff. I think that it would have ended up very differently. I wouldn't be anywhere near as happy as I am now with the people I've got now and pretty much just completely different completely like I'm just glad you made the decision as hard as it was when I was a child very hard to make that decision because I was leaving behind my daughter and two grandsons and my other son Um. So when you say about it being hard, it was extremely hard, Daryl. But I'm glad I, I'm glad for you that I did it. 
I do sometimes think, oh, I'm, I'm going to go back. But then I think, I can't do that because I've got the grand, the other grandkids here and, you know, I've, I've done it once and missed out on two of the grandsons over there. And I'm just so glad that I've got my two little munchkins in my life. Me and Laura? <laughs> no, Jackson and Delilah. And, of course, I have to mention CJ. Of course. As hard as he is... And the autistic factor along that, I'm I'm still glad that I moved over here and have done what I've done, even mm-hmm. though it was hard and horrendous sometimes. <laughs> I was hated, I was loved, I was banished, I was, you name it, I went through everything, but... But these decisions, it takes tough people to make tough decisions. It does indeed. It takes, you have to be really tough. Tough as an old boot, as mum would say. My old mum would say. Mm. Yeah. Well, what we, what I always do at the end of every one is live, laugh, love quotes, just to send people off on a good note. Do you know what I mean by live, laugh, love quotes? You know annoying quotes that people tell you when do you're... Do as I do, not as I say. Do right, as I yeah. say, not as I do. Don't interrupt as I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> right. That was a joke. right so we'll stop for a second we'll gather some quotes and then we'll come back do you know any off the top of your head apart from that one you just said people in glass houses right no i don't say it yet well you asked me to say right we'll be back in a second (laughs) right go on give me some of your quotes You've got to come a bit closer. You're practically One horizontal. What? <laughs> Tired. One of the most important quotes is to do unto others as they do unto you. Like Felicio. Who's Horatio? <laughs> <laughs> is that a friend of yours? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it is. It's always do unto others as they do unto you. And... Uh, there was uh, there was another important one that I had in my head, and now you've cracked a joke. Um, love people for who they are, and not what they have or can give, and that's an important one as well. I used to always give a an example to your father, and I was always told by a man who went into a church. It was Christmas and he had got 50 pence in his pocket and he handed in that 50 pence and it was all that he had. There was another man went in and he handed in 500 pounds because he had millions. And, you know, who did you see as the highest? Who would you think of more thoughtfully? I mean, neither of them because I wouldn't give money to the church. Well, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's a church or a charity of some sort. But the of person, course, the person with nothing given everything, yep. then the person with everything given the minimum. Give him something. Right, this is only meant to be a short bit, Mum, and you're really dragging right, my eye. Right, Dara, what about you right. and your quotes? <coughs> we'll end it on this one. Family is like branches on a tree. Although they all grow in different directions, 
all of their roots remain together. See you in a couple of weeks. Thanks Bye. for coming in, Mum. Love it's you, son. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Love Bye. you, son. Love you. Love you, Mum. Bye.